Good afternoon, Packers fans. Welcome to your Packers Daily Chat. Coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is Friday, and let me just take a second to say, if you do not watch the World Cup, you are missing out. What an outstanding day! Holy cow, both matches. What a performance from all four teams. Really sucks that somebody had to lose each one of those games, but holy cow. I mean, I cannot express how flipping fan fantastic the world cup is today especially i know we're here to talk packers it's the bye week it's friday let's go people tomorrow we got england france i'm so pumped up i can't wait hope you're all doing well hope you're all in a sweet spot heading into the weekend as the packers get to sit back and watch the rest of the nfl duke it out a couple of games of interest obviously i'll be watching the lions that's the favored lions take on Minnesota Vikings, not because I think the Packers have a shot at the division. They don't, but I just want to see the Vikings lose to Detroit. That's all I want in my life right now. That's going to be a lot of fun, and as well as a bunch of other games on Sunday. The game last night was pretty damn fun, at least the end of it. Baker Mayfield driving 99 yards for a touchdown with no timeouts, a little under two minutes. Come on. Got to love that drama. How is everybody in the comment section? Good to see everybody. We've already I forgot that it's the NFC North versus the AFC West next season. I'll put Rodgers retiring at 50-50. Now, now, things change very quickly. Everybody every year says, oh, this division is going to be really tough. I mean, look at the NFC East. I mean, we had the NFC East this year, and everybody was like, oh, it's going to be a cakewalk. They're going to beat the Commanders. They're going to beat the Giants. None of that happened. So, you know, yes, the AFC West definitely looks formidable, but things change, man. Things change in a heartbeat. NFL means not for long. Uh, Logan, we are going to the playoffs. I don't care what the doubters and haters say. Logan, that's I, I, I'm, I love the enthusiasm. Carry the G, sir. Uh, can't say I share your belief, your ardent belief, your steadfast belief, but, man, it'd be great. It'd be a great story. The Packers simply cannot lose the rest of the way. And this is a team that Aaron Rodgers himself has said can lose to anybody at any time. So I guess it's just, uh, you know, I guess it's just uh, a question of belief. There you go. We'll leave it at that. Why aren't respecting Alexander? Callum, I think they are somewhat. But if they like a matchup and a guy is open, they're going to go there. And they're going to take advantage of Alexander's aggressiveness. So I think that's something you've seen kind of pop up again this year, something that he had done a really good job of kind of curtailing in the sense of being a little bit smarter about it. Um, but it's something that he's struggled with his entirety of his career. Um, one play in particular comes to mind in San Francisco back in 2019, where Shanahan drew up a play specifically to take advantage of how aggressively he knew Alexander would play something. Um, when you're good, when you're a great player like Alexander is, you have supreme confidence in your ability. The problem is, is sometimes that confidence can get taken advantage of. And I think we've seen teams try to do that. And I, I don't doubt for a moment that he will adjust to that next season, but uh, there's no doubt. And I think some of it might be because, you know, he did miss the majority of last season. He's trying to make up for lost time, et cetera. So, yeah. But, yeah, no, I think you have seen that across the league. I mean, it's not like teams have – not been going after Jalen Ramsey. He's one of the better corners in the league, and teams haven't been afraid to throw at him. It's just the nature of the beast. Uh, 
I will be watching the Packers win the Super Bowl from Putacan. Well, that's great, Logan. I'm I'm very happy for you. Dennis, what's up, man? Haven't seen you in a while. Hope you're doing well. Ryan, thanks again for the super chat. Rogers versus Adams. I'm not sure what, exactly what you're talking about there. Rogers versus Adams? Rogers, Aaron Rodgers? Devontae Adams? I'm confused. Shadid said, hey, Negs, how's it going? You know what? It's going great, man. Two great World Cup matches this afternoon. We watched not all of them, but not all, like the entirety of both matches, but I watched most of both, and man, phenomenal. Just phenomenal stuff. I saw many Baker balls Rasul Jair and company would have come down with. Oh, Colin, yeah, no doubt. No, I mean, the Raiders, my goodness, they should be brought up on charges for how they played that final drive, especially the play where they gave up the touchdown, where they have a safety drop down into the box. What are you doing? They have no timeouts. They have no timeouts. There's 15 seconds left. Why on earth are you not telling your safeties just sit on the goal line, keep everything in front of you? But no, they drop a dude down, and yeah, so take the nine route. Hell yeah. I have no idea what they were thinking there. None. Zero. That's coaching malpractice. But hey, kudos to Baker for finding the matchup and knowing where to go with it. And Jefferson with the catch, that's, I mean, that's, you got to execute, right? Just because something gets presented to you doesn't mean it's automatic. So, yeah, but I don't, man, that is rough. That is rough. I, I have seen a lot about Baker, but I haven't seen a whole lot about the Greg Olson revenge game. Shout out to Greg Olson, former offensive coordinator for the Raiders. Um, man, Josh McDaniels, not a good coach. Not a good coach. Not a good head coach, anyway. Big Nessie. Nags, can you adopt me? I'm only 29. Big Nessie, I'm going to tell you something. I got three kids. I got enough. Not that it's not a very tempting offer, but I'm going to go with nah on this one, Chief. Uh, what else we got? Sounds like a defensive call Barry would make. You know what? What's funny is I don't think Barry makes that call. As bad as it can get on the Packers' defensive side of the ball, I don't think Barry makes that call. Let that be a lesson to you, Packers fans. It can always be worse. No, I'm I'm somewhat kidding. Bye week, bye centennial, bye Felicia. Don't care. Pack by twenty. Book it, Matthew. That could very well be the outcome Monday night against the Rams. Against the Dolphins, I'm not so sure. But I feel you, man. I feel the confidence. Hey, speaking of the Rams game, ladies and gentlemen, next Monday night. Um, or I guess if you're in Green Bay, I guess it's late afternoon, three hours before kickoff, regardless, meet me at the Plaza Pit Stop at the rest center across the street from Lambeau Field. Three hours before kick, myself and Corey Banky will be in attendance at the Plaza Pit Stop, and we will be drinking Carry the G. They'll have Carry the G on offer for you to purchase, although if you are a Patreon member and or a Gary, carry the G Club member, just show that to us on your phone. Show us the app with your login and blah, 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 like it says you're a member, and we will buy you Carry the G. So be there, people. Plaza Pit Stop, three hours before kick on Monday night. It's going to be a lot of fun. And speaking of Patreon members and Carry the G Club members, uh, the meetup for Patreon and Carry the G will be on Sunday, and the information is on the respective pages. If you're a Care of the G Club member here on YouTube, the information is on the community page. If you're a Patreon member, 
I just updated the Patreon page yesterday with all the relevant info. Hope to see you guys there. It's going to be a lot of fun. What else we got here, folks? What else we got? Uh, I may have access to carry the G. I have a friend in Milwaukee this weekend, and he said he can bring me some back. Cassandra, now you're cooking with gas. That's the way to work it. There you go. I love it. I, You've got better access to carry the G than I do. I think everyone should tweet Corey Banky. Reminder, send carry the G to the New York studio. That's I think everyone should do this right now. Tweet at Corey Banky. Reminder, colon, send carry the G to the New York studio. Just, just make sure you just, he just needs a little reminder. That's all. Uh, what else we got here, folks? More Torrey and Wyatt, less Lowry and Watkins. William couldn't agree more. Although Watkins is playing like four or five snaps a game. So it's not like he's like taking a ton of snaps, but I hear you. Yes. Let's see what the kids can do. Like, let's find out. Let's, let's give them the opportunity to develop. That's what I'm about. Yes. William, all of that. Tim, isn't that illegal? Only if you ship it. I'm not saying ship it. I'm saying bring it. I'm saying bring it to the studio. Like pack it in a car, much like he did when he came from uh, Milwaukee to New York those years ago. I'm just saying just put some in your car or your truck or your delivery van or possibly drive it onto an airplane and then bring it to New York. That's all I'm saying. Lord, people out here. How many, how many cops we got in here anyway? Uh, I'm hoping to get care of the G in my stocking, Santa can bring it. There you go, New York cheesehead. Now you're talking. Dang. Christmas right around the corner. A playoff position will be a great gift for me. Bumpa, I hate to say you're probably going to get cold, but uh, you're probably going to get cold. Not in any other aspect other than the Packers playoff scenario. But that's just that's just me. That's just what I'm saying. You can ship olive oil and barbecue sauce. Exactly. Why can you ship olive oil and barbecue sauce, but not carry the G? It's, I tell you what, it's anti-American is what it is. That's exactly what it is. Shallow Waters, Zach Tom, future at left tackle. Does he have a future at left tackle? I would say possibly. I tell you what, he played pretty damn well down there in Chicago. Now, he didn't exactly face a murderer's row of talent across from him, but he played well. No doubt about it. And I tell you what, the more they get him out there and the more they see of him and the better his tape gets, the more I think it becomes a conversation about possibly letting Bakhtiari go. I hate it. I don't want it. But man, if you've got a rookie option heading into his second year, obviously, for next season, and you look at Dave and what you have to pay him, and maybe you make that decision to let him go prior to the bonus that's due to him, I believe, on the third day of the league year. These are tough choices. Very tough choices. No doubt about it. The problem is, of course, is that Dave has played like his old all-pro self when he's been out there those last three games prior to the appendectomy. Um, and I've seen some people – let me just address this for a second. Like I've seen some people say, oh, if it's not one thing, it's another with Dave. It's an appendectomy for God's sakes. It has nothing to do with his knee or something happening on a football field. Like that could legit happen to anybody at any time. That has nothing to do with it, with his football 
the football side of it. So, oh, we better not pay his bonus and stuff in case he has some other crazy, you know, life altering moment that is totally unforeseen. Like, no, people, come on, that's ridiculous. Uh, is there a way we can have Adam Stenovich back as O line coach? Shallow Waters, I just talked about this the other day. Why? Wait a second. The O-line is playing very well. Why the hell do we need Stenovich back as O-line coach? I like Steno as offensive coordinator. And I like Luke Butkus as the O-line coach. Everybody was talking about Steno needs to get back to being O-line coach, blah, 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 because they were struggling. Well, yeah, because Newman was out there getting his ass handed to him down after down. Oh, my God, you make a switch of putting Jenkins back at guard where I guess he should have been. And all of a sudden, you get David Bakhtiari back. You know, you got Yasha right tackle, and all of a sudden, things kind of work, and they're playing well. And, oh, my God, they can actually move the ball, and they can actually operate as an offense. Shocking. All of a sudden, the offensive line coach looks a lot better. Coaching was not the problem at all. And coaching is not the problem when it comes to the offensive line in any way, shape, or form. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at Hyperice.com. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yash settling into right tackle seems big in the terms of O-line stability. Aaron very much agreed. Um, and it's fascinating. I've seen a lot of dis, dis, uh, discussion, I guess I should say, 
um, regarding his contract status. And it is true. He is a restricted free agent. I know a lot of the websites have him as an unrestricted free agent, but he is still restricted. And it's going to be uh, fun to watch people come to that realization over the course of, I guess, the next couple months. But, um, yeah, I mean, you talk about a feather in your cap from the development standpoint of the Green Bay Packers. The fact that they kept him around through, what, a year and a half, two years where he barely played. I think he mostly participated on special teams on like field goal protection and things like that. He got a handful of snaps, maybe, maybe from scrimmage at the end of games, you know, but they kept him around. They kept him on the roster. They clearly saw something. And man, since coming in week three last year at left tackle, he has really answered the bell. No doubt about it. Yes, we should organize a border-to-border pass-off. Just need six million people per state. Wisco to New York. See, Chris? Now you're talking. There you go. Like It's like a, an underground railroad for carry of the G. Let's go. I'm all in. Joe, thanks for the super chat. Congrats to Croatia, but Brazil versus Argentina in semis would have been epic. Would have been, but Brazil got cute. Brazil got cute. Tried to keep going forward. Needed to play smart. Needed to play. You know, that's the thing when people are all like, oh, keep being aggressive. Well, that's what will get you. People get all upset when football teams, like, you know, NFL teams, they grind it out in the fourth quarter with a lead. Well, that's smart football. Brazil didn't play smart football. And now they're going home. Uh, do you want Lazard back next year, hoping we can hang on to him? I would love to have him back. I think he can be an intricate part of the offense. Obviously, I think Aaron Rodgers loves him and trusts him, etc. But I, the man has, you know, steered his career, so to speak, i.e. last offseason, um, in a way that would suggest that he is chomping at the bit to hit unrestricted free agency. And I suspect the Packers will let him hit unrestricted free agency just to see what the market will bear, right? Now, if he gets out there and doesn't, get the kind of offers that he's hoping for, I'm sure the Packers will leave the door open to say, hey, yeah, if you don't like it, come on back on a team-friendly deal. But yeah, no, I would love to have him back, but I do think he's steering to try and get uh, a decent-sized payday. I don't think it'll be the payday that he was probably hoping for. He was probably hoping for a little bit more production this season uh, in you know the absence of Devontae Adams. But yeah, I'd love to have him back. No question about it. it. And not just, I mean, look, you can talk about his limitations as a as a wide receiver, as a number one, right? But in this offense, with Aaron pulling the trigger, I think he is, is better than he would be anywhere else. And you cannot quantify what he brings in the run game, in his the, the nastiness, the work he does, rooting guys out, taking on defensive ends at times when they bring him in line. Like, that guy is a fucking workhorse, man and a, a true football player. There's always spots for them on my teams. Michael, thank you for joining the Carry the G Club, baby. Really appreciate the support. Carl, thank you for the super chat. Hey, Nags, appreciation chat for Cheesehead TV. Love this channel, and you introduced me to Pack-A-Day, Packs What She Said, Dusty, etc. Smart content. Cheers. See, Carl, I'm like the gateway drug for all the smart people. Like, I'm pretty dumb, and I'm loud, and I drink beer, and I love football, but like all those folks that you just mentioned, they're all the smart ones. I mean, Maggie and Perry specifically, of course, exponentially more so than myself. Uh, Dusty, king of the uh, king of the film breakdowns, 
and Andy, of course, pack a day. That's why I do. Let's talk football because he talks me off the ledge every Monday. Uh, but thank you, Carl. Really appreciate it, man. Uh, Nags, who in your opinion is highly underrated from the Packers defense in 2010? Oh, Cullen Jenkins. Always going to be Cullen Jenkins. And the fact that they let him go will always hurt. Cullen Jenkins, thousand percent. No question about it. Any new movie that you desperately want to see? William, it's funny you ask that because my girlfriend and I were just talking about that. And there's nothing coming out that I'm like totally jazzed about. Uh, there are a few that I'm curious. Oh, maybe I'd like to go see that, blah, blah, blah. But there's nothing that I'm just like, I got, I'll be there opening night. Like there's just, yeah, nothing has really caught me like that yet. I mean, maybe it does, you know, it's Oscar season. Things are coming out, but at the moment, yeah, nothing, not a thing. Did I order my Watson Jersey yet? Not yet. Not yet. I'm sure it's coming though. Pretty soon. Uh, why don't we use the fullback position? Do you think? I would love for them to utilize it a lot more. I mean, they've done a little bit with DeGuara, mostly as an H-back, but they use him in the fullback-type role, right, on some of the eye formation stuff or the offset eye. But, man, I'd love it. And they did, you know, it's funny because the first couple of years Matt was in town, you know, the Lovitz of the world, they did try to find, I think, an H-back, right? And they just haven't really utilized that a whole lot. Like, the way the 49ers do with use check, right? That that's the kind of thing I would love for them to utilize more. But look, when your offense is is built around Aaron Rodgers and a lot of that spread stuff that they like to do, your fullback is not going to be utilized a whole lot. So I understand why they haven't really brought a true fullback slash H back in, other than Deguara. Um, it's just not a priority for what they are trying to do on offense. Now, do I think they should? Oh hell yes. But uh, I ain't in charge. Um, 1996 and 2010, great D-line position group. Coincidence? Steve, no coincidence. The game is won up front, which is why it's so frustrating to see the Dean Lowry's and Jaron Reeds of the world continuously trotted out there when Devontae Wyatt is only getting nine snaps. And I'm not saying Devontae Wyatt is going to make them a great defensive line. I am saying he's young. It needs to develop, and the only way he's going to do that is by playing. Play the kid. Dominique Daphne. There you go, Steven. Michael, probably my favorite chat ever. Hey, Aaron. Hey, Michael. How are you? How's your Friday? I hope you're doing well. Say hi to your mom for me. <laughs> I don't know. I just That last one, that last bit was from Saturday Night Live. Sorry. Uh, what was we? Will there be another Cheesehead TV joint podcast with either Matt Ramage, Locked On Packers, GBP Daily, or Packcast? Indeed, I literally just did um, Locked On Packers with Bukowski yesterday. I think it aired. I, I recorded it two days ago. I believe you <laughs> released it yesterday. So make sure you check it out. Uh, other than that, I'm sure during the offseason, we'll be chatting with everybody. That's what happens. Uh, Juan, thank you for the super chat. Aaron, great seeing you on Lockdown Packers. There we go, as I was just saying. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for checking it out. Really appreciate it. Sly, ooh, that's a tough one. William Henderson greater than Kuhn? Man, they were both perfect for the offenses they were in. Like, that's like Sophie's choice. I can't choose between my children. They were both great 
for their moments. I love William Henderson. Don't get me wrong. And what I loved about William was the fact that not only would he lead, uh, you know, lead block on some of the dirty stuff, like in between the tackles, he was such an underrated receiver out of the backfield. And Holmgren used him sparingly, but when he did, it was perfect timing. And the guy had really soft hands. They probably should have used him a little bit more in that regard. And as a starter on offense, he was adamant and prideful in his role on special teams. I love William Henderson. Um, but yeah, Kuhn, of course, he's a living legend. Love John Kuhn as well. Quinn, thanks for Super Chat. Nags, any idea on Tunyon's decline this year? Yeah, I mean, I don't. I wouldn't necessarily categorize it as a decline. I think his usage has been limiting in the sense of we've seen a lot of uh, Tunyon in line, having to chip guys before he's going out. And then when he is utilized in the passing game, it's a lot of underneath stuff like, you know, eight yard button hook comeback kind of things. Now, you know, Rodgers has continually tried to make that seam play work, and it just hasn't. But I say all this in advance of saying he is also coming off a very significant injury, and you never know how much that might take away from a guy's burst, his his wiggle, etc. And it is something to monitor, and you have to think the Packers certainly have to look at the tight end position. I would think after this year as something they might want to completely overhaul, which would include letting Tunyon walk. Um, I love the guy. He's definitely kicked some serious ass for the Green Bay Packers, but that's a position where they need more. There's no doubt about it. Now, maybe that's the draft. Maybe that's free agency. I don't know. But if they could get Tunyon back on a team-friendly deal, which is possible given his lack of output this year, I would love that. But Tunyon as your lead dog at tight end is limited. At this point. And again, who knows, man? Like, you're coming back from a major injury like that. Sometimes it takes a year, year and a half for you to really, truly regain your form. And maybe that's the case with Bobby. And he comes back next year and just tears it up. That would be my hope. But you have to look at it realistically. And, you know, it is certainly apparent that he has not quite hit his old uh, performance. Uh Best Packers special teams player of all time, Shallow Waters. That's a that's a tough question. I mean, you got to start everything with Desmond Howard, don't you? I mean, I know, like, look, there are plenty of guys who can uh, lay claim to that title, most likely. But you cannot deny, I mean, Desmond Howard was a Super Bowl MVP as a returner. You can't, you know, like, that weighs it pretty heavily in his favor. So, I mean, that is just the most obvious example that just kind of leaps to my mind. Again, there are plenty of guys in that conversation. Hell, I'll talk about Jan Stenerud all day if you need me to, but uh, that's a conversation for another time. All right, everybody, I got to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on this video, subscribe to the channel, and then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted. To Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Have a great weekend, everybody. I'll see you on Monday. Go Pack Go.